Talk Radio. What? On whose podcast? Is he a doctor? No. Thank you, medical professional. Everything we've learned about the vaccine since they've come out is horrifying. There's not a single study showing that the messenger RNA is broken down. There's not a study showing it leaves the body. I wish to apologize for any harm I've done. Any people who've incurred harm in any way from my actions as a partner and a manager in a vaccine center. The New World Order zealots are feverishly digging themselves out of a bottomless pit. Let me be clear. WHO did not impose anything on anyone during the COVID-19 pandemic. Not lockdowns, not mask mandates, not vaccine mandates. We don't have the power to do that. We don't want it. And we're not trying to get it. There is out there a deliberate undermining of mainstream media. There are the conspiracy theorists, there are the social media drivers who uh, are trying to do everything they can to keep people in their little filter bubbles, to prevent people from actually agreeing on a common set of facts. What had been deemed conspiracy theory two years ago is now being passed off in high gaslighting hubris propaganda circles as common knowledge. So these findings are not really uh, at all surprising. We've known about these uh, side effects really since the vaccines began rolling out. Uh, at the end of um, 2020, early 2021. Um, we've seen um, this uh, uh, myocarditis, inflammation of the heart muscle, pericarditis, inflammation of the, the sac around the heart, um, as well as this um, unusual blood uh, clot that um, forms in the brain from um, the, the virus vector vaccine. So none of these findings are, are new. As if the minions of the big pharma perpetrators finally read the Nuremberg Code after seeing the horrific data of skyrocketing insurance claims, an explosion of blood clots, vaccine injuries, and millions of deaths. We've got Pentagon reports saying mass death and a new Navy report confirming 900 plus percent increase in heart failure in the military. Pressing the Army for answers on behalf of the nearly 2,000 former service members who were discharged for refusing the COVID vaccine, writing, quote, these mandates certainly harmed our military's readiness and tragically destroyed the careers of thousands of brave volunteers. While recent chaotically panicked developments concerning Red Cross blood donations reveal that the purebloods or unvaccinated are receiving vaccinated blood. There is a possibility that you'll be getting vaccinated blood. And is there any way for like my patients to know if they were getting, you know, vaccinated blood or there isn't any way the blood isn't separated. Oh, okay. So if I just got the vaccine but I feel fine, I'm still okay to to donate. Yes, as long as you don't have any symptoms. Simultaneously, the Red Cross is banning those vaccinated with certain COVID vaccines from donating. Well, check the new update on the Red Cross website. One of the questions is, have you received the COVID vaccine? And if you click yes, it then takes you to a page and says, call 1-800-RED-CROSS and answer a few more questions to see if you're still eligible to give blood. The soft depopulation persists. Food labels revealing mRNA poison abound as it is added to the common diet. Campbell's soup, and if you look at the label, contains bioengineered food ingredients. Nature Valley. 
Nabisco Ritz crackers, all of these cereals. Uh, helping animals survive, uh, either by having vaccines or better genetics. Uh, Edinburgh happens to be where a lot of the world's best work on this is done, and that's why uh, DFID and the Gates Foundation are, are funding scientists here. Depopulation infiltration doesn't stop with our food. It is inevitably floating in the air. Scientists over at Yale University have just taken a giant step towards making such a thing reality. They were able to vaccinate these mice using two doses administered through the nose of a vaccine which contained nanoparticles carrying the mRNA COVID vaccine. These mice were vaccinated without a single injection. Is it any wonder that the world's elite, openly in on the depopulation agenda, are building impenetrable underground fortresses? Because the one law that can't be broken is the law of the jungle. As old and as true as the sky, and the wolf that shall keep it may prosper, but the wolf that shall break it must die. John Bound. It's Friday, February 23rd in the year of 2024. And you're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to The American Journal. On this Friday broadcast, I'm your host, Harrison Smith. We're going to be joined in studio by Chase Geyser in the third hour. And... uh, We'll open up the phone calls nice and early today as well. Probably open them up in the first hour, take calls throughout the second hour. As for the last two days, we've been so busy, we haven't had time to take calls. So we're going to make up for that today. But we still have a lot of news, of course, a lot of videos as well. Some very interesting speeches given places like CPAC. We'll go to some of those here in just a little bit. Some updates to... Trump and Biden, and we're going to dig in a little bit to what is going on with the FBI agent who was uh, arrested, who was responsible for some of the claims about Hunter Biden. We'll get into all of that as people have been digging in, doing research, and finding that, well, it's just as corrupt as you would expect it to be. So let's get right into it. Here it is, your Daily Dispatch. All right, here it is, folks, your Daily Dispatch for Friday, the 23rd of February, 2024. Digital media upstart Vice laying off several hundred staff, according to the CEO. Vice, the dynamic, fast-growing digital media company that gained a wide following with young readers, is gone now. It's over. It's, it's dead. It's dead. It's a corpse. We have, we've already danced on its grave. Why are we still talking about it? I thought Vice was over already. When will we be rid of the vice menace? It's like a disease that keeps coming back. Sorry, let me keep reading the article here. Uh, Thursday said it would no longer publish on its flagship website and is eliminating hundreds of jobs. Millennial focused and known for its edgy news and lifestyle content, Vice has been among the rising stars of a new breed of digital media. When was this article written? Is this like when they... When they have pre-prepared obituaries for people years before they die. Like, how old is this? Vice has been among a rising star of a new breed of digital media firms. Yeah, maybe 20 years ago. 10 years ago. It's, it's old news now. It's old hat. It was edgy and, and 
pushing boundaries when I was in high school. Sure. You'd go and buy the magazine. It felt like you were getting something forbidden from Barnes and Noble. But no, for the last 10 years, Vice has been a stupid trash magazine that says exactly the same thing that all the mainstream media says, but also talks about how to make a gravity bong, how to make a gravity bong. Thank you. I just should, you know, I just, I try to save certain words for at least the second segment. I know people are still waking up and nobody wants to hear about sex toys and heroin this early in the morning but uh that's why vice is vice is going away because it turns out nobody wants to hear about that stuff ever so goodbye goodbye vice go away now vice has been among the rising stars this move was the latest dose of depressing news for america's struggling media industry okay wait what is this art how did i get this article this is from afp i guess i mean the move is the latest dose of depressing news for america's struggling media industry which is controversial or uh, conversely wonderful news for people that love truth and justice and reality. This is not depressing news at all. It is perfectly predictable news. Buzzfeed news closed up shop after 20 years, uh, 12 years in business. Vice is going away. Jezebel's been shut down. All of the terrible propaganda rags are shutting down. And that's a wonderful thing that needs to be celebrated in hopes that perhaps in the future other media companies won't devolve into a cesspit of leftist talking points. We can only hope. I guess we can get we'll get more into this a little bit later because obviously, again, I I I thought Vice was gone. I thought they went away. I mean, they shut down, uh, but yeah, they keep um, keep getting injections of hundreds of millions of dollars because not because there's going to be a return on investment. But because for the people that run the world, money is nothing but a tool to achieve power. And so they're perfectly willing to lose hundreds of millions of dollars year over year if it means a steady supply of leftist articles that morons can share with each other in order to shape the mindset of the American people into the uh, horrifying golem that it now represents it marks a dramatic fall for the brash upstart media company that was valued at a stunning $5.7 billion six, six years ago, but ended up filing for bankruptcy last May. <laughs> $5.7 billion six years ago. Big old goose egg today. Amazing. Incredible. <laughs> the next month, uh, a group of creditors led by Fortress Investment Group picked up the company for a relative song at $350 million. Many digital media startups have been un- unable to convert enthusiasm for their brand into the kind of revenues that investors had projected. Again, I mean, calling Vice, all these things they're calling them, I, I mean, edgy and rising, a rising star, a brash upstart media company. It's like, I don't know, it's it's like the obituary of a of an old woman that, in the fifties was a sex symbol. It's just like, okay, back in her day, we she can still appreciate her. We can appreciate her back in the day, but this is like describing an 85 year old woman as it's just, you know, it's like when Madonna or whoever goes out and is like wearing revealing clothing and dancing sexually. And it's like, you could be a great grandmother right now. What are you doing? Why, why are you still pretending to be a sex symbol 
Age gracefully, you monster. I actually was pleasantly surprised the other day to check out a Vice article that was very in-depth, but it was about organ trafficking, right? People getting like, you know, going up to the border and, you know, just waking up without a kidney. And uh, yeah, I mean, they, they still from time to time have some good pieces, but look, you know, th- this, is, this, is the tra- this is the tragedy of Vice. They used to be cool. They used to actually send reporters into like illegal gun markets in Pakistan and to infiltrate drug rings in Colombia. It used to it used to be cool. The tragedy is that just like everything these people get involved in, it was zombified and hollowed out and then the the husk sold out. Sold out, completely sold out. The husk of vice was worn like a mask by the corporate media. So, yeah, it used to be cool. Every once in a while it would report on something interesting, but uh Overall, it's a trash magazine made by trash people and read by a, a trash populace. So now it's in the trash where it belongs. Meanwhile, other media news here. CBS con- uh, seizes confidential files of fired reporter pursuing Hunter Biden laptop story in an unprecedented move. We covered the firing when it happened a few days ago, but this story has taken a very disturbing twist. Catherine Herod, uh, Herridge, who's in the middle of a First Amendment case being closely watched by journalists nationwide, was among 20 CBS News staffers let go as part of a large, larger purge of hundreds of employees at the parent company Paramount Global. Her firing had stunned co-workers, but the network's decision to hold on to her personal materials, along with her work laptop, where she may have had confidential info, has left many staffers shaken, according to insiders. It's so extraordinary, a source familiar with the situation told The Post, noting that the files, which were presumptively how the prop, uh, now the property of CBS News, most likely contained confidential material from Harridge's stint at both Fox and CBS. The source said the networks boxed up all her personal belongings, except for Harridge's notes and files and informed her it would decide what, if anything, would be returned to her. They never seize documents when you're let go, a second source uh, said to the network. They want to see what damaging documents she has. So, of course, she was investigating Hunter Biden, and this will relate to the story that we'll get into uh, later of the FBI uh, confidential source that is now arrested for talking about Hunter Biden. It looks like a wrap-up is going on. It looks like Moves are being made across the country to systematically round up and destroy proof of Joe Biden and Hunter Biden's corruption. That's what it looks like to me. And I'm here today to little else explains the activity of of CBS, considering they don't do this for anybody else. And uh, the legality is is somewhat questionable of all of this. So that's interesting, and we'll get more into it a little bit later as we talk about the you know, other ways that Hunter Biden's detractors are being targeted by the federal government because we live in a tyrannical country where the police act like the Gestapo. To defend a, a crack addict, whoremonger, fake artist, Hunter Biden, it's something else, folks. Meanwhile... Some good news or a despicable lie will let you decide. Shares of Intuitive Machines soars after first successful U.S. moon landing in half a century. They would have you believe. <laughs> the moon. Moon's not real. We all know that. But no, actually, uh, this is pretty cool. We've landed on the moon for the first time in 
51 years. Friday morning, Odysseus Lunar Lander became the first American spacecraft to land on the moon since Apollo's 17 mission more than 50 years ago. Quote, we can confirm without a doubt that our, mach- that our equipment is on the surface of the moon, said Stefan Altamus, CEO of Intuitive Machines. So this is a private company landing on the moon. Very interesting stuff. Uh, some images being sent back from the lunar surface. Or a, or a film set in Nevada, I'll let you decide. Before Odysseus's descent to the lunar surface, the spacecraft la- lost contact with NASA. <laughs> Typical. Resulting in a tense 15 minutes, but communication with the spacecraft was uh, quickly reestablished. Your order was delivered to the moon. This is the tweet that uh, NASA put out. A commercial lander named Odysseus, powered by a company called Intuitive Machines, launched up on a SpaceX rocket carrying a bounty of NASA scientific equipment and bearing the dream of a new adventure, a new adventure in science, innovation, and American leadership. Well, all of that aced the landing of a lifetime. NASA paid the Houston-based company uh, $100 I mean, it's not, but it's never stopped them from saying things before. According to international law, Ukraine has a right to self-defense, and that also includes strikes against legitimate military targets, Russian military targets outside of Ukraine. That's international law, and of course, Ukraine has the right to do that to defend itself. A NATO official confirmed with Financial Times on Thursday that Stoltenberg meant that Kiev's right to self-defense included striking Russian military targets outside of Ukraine. Russian President Vladimir Putin has repeatedly warned against Russia using its Western supplied equipment to launch attacks on Russian territory, saying that doing so could risk escalating the conflict. The warnings had originally made allies like the United States hold off on supplying Kiev with long-range weapons capable of reaching Russia, but NATO allies have since given Ukraine uh, such arms. And even when, they, even when they gave them the arms, they were like, you can't use this against Russian territory or else that would be World War III. And now they're like, yeah, go ahead and start World War III. We're actually into that. We love that, actually. And uh, here, Canada, once again, leading the, leading the world in just being, I don't know, just, just I'm, I'm sorry. I know we have a lot of Can- Canadian listeners, so I'm sorry that I'm about to insult your country, but you deserve it, frankly. Uh, petulant, bootlicking maple syrup eaters. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what this is, but uh, it ain't good. Christian persecution is about to be introduced in Canada. This tweet from Eva Vlardenga-Brook. If passed, Bill C-367 could land Christians in jail for quoting the Bible or expressing a faith-based opinion if the Canadian government deems it, quote, promotion of hatred or anti-Semitism. This is, of course, she notes, an absolute disgrace. Utterly disgraceful. Bill c Three six seven an act to amend the criminal code parentheses promotion of hatred or anti-Semitism. Now remember, hatred is in the eye of the beholder. If you say that, if you quote the Bible that you know parts that forbid homosexual relationships, well, it doesn't mean you hate homosexual people. Just like the Bible forbids stealing, but I don't hate thieves i hate the stealing but it doesn't matter if you disagree with the lifestyle choices or anything of protected classes your disagreement with their actions is therefore hatred and you'll be punished and thrown in jail actually summary of this bill says 
This enactment amends the criminal code to uh, eliminate as a defense against willful promotion of hatred or anti-Semitism the fact that a person in good faith expressed or attempted to establish by an argument of opinion on a religious subject or an opinion based on belief in a religious text. So translation, if you say something that they deem as hateful, even if it's not, even if you don't feel hatred, even if it doesn't hurt anybody even if even if it's your sincerely held belief as they say if you're making the argument in good faith and if you say if you point to a religious text that people have held as sacred for thousands of years and say i believe this because my religion dictates it uh, that's not a defense anymore you can't defend yourself with the bible so if you quote the bible to back up your spiritual belief you will face charges under this bill in Canada. So Canada, what the hell? What the hell, you guys? Stop. Stop doing everything you're doing. Just, uh, maybe, maybe, you know, maybe you'll be, uh, maybe if you are a Christian and you, you know, quote lines that are unfavorable about you know, whatever, the, the synagogue of Satan or, or pit of vipers, den of vipers. You know, maybe you'll be deemed as, as filled with hate and hate will be deemed a mental illness and mental illness will be deemed a, a sickness, you know, covered by the socialized medicine. And the cure for that is, of course, made. That's um, medical assistance and dying. Maybe you'll just be euthanized. Maybe we can just euthanize Christians and we'll, we'll cleanse the world of hatred that way. Canada leading the charge in this circus of madness we call the modern age. And boy, do we have a lot of madness to get into today. I do want to remind you that today's Daily Dispatch was brought to you by Bod Ease, the incredible turmeric supplement available at InfoWarsStore.com. Incredible stuff. It's your all-in-one solution for flexibility, mobility, and immune support. Young, old, men, women, bodies will be a huge benefit to you. I guarantee it as I take it myself, especially if I have to do a lot of uh, strenuous physical work. It really helps quite a bit with my aches and pains. Bodies is now 40% off back in stock and selling out fast. Nitric Boost also 40% off our surprise bestseller as it became you know, number three selling supplement on the site without us even promoting it. Because word of mouth and people getting it and realizing how good it is and wanting more. Turbo Force Plus also 40% off one of my favorite products out of the whole store because I like products that you can feel immediately. And Turbo Force is certainly one of those. Winter Sun Plus also extremely important, especially as the winter comes to an end. But the flu season, as it once was called, continues to, uh, to drag on. Now, we have a lot of uh, videos to get to, lots of stories to cover, and I think maybe we'll start with maybe we'll start with some speeches from Trump. We have a lot of speeches to get to today, which is interesting. But Trump uh, gave a speech at the NRB. Let's go first to clip number six, uh, seven here. This is President Trump with some red meat for his base, quite frankly, and yet another reason that this election is is honestly the last gasp of hope for our country. And Donald Trump 
is the man in the arena. Let's go now to clip number seven. Here's President Trump on the January 6th prisoners. To reverse these monstrous abuses of power, the moment I win the election, I will appoint a special task force to rapidly review the cases of every political prisoner who has been unjustly victimized by the Biden regime. A special task force. That's the right way to think about this, obviously. I mean, these people are political prisoners. That much is obvious. They should, frankly, be pardoned outright. I don't even think you need an investigation. I think it's it's obvious what's going on here, and we'll get into that a little bit more uh, later. Julie Kelly also gave a very powerful speech at CPAC. Now, one of the things that they've been saying about Trump in an attempt to fearmonger, bizarrely, is that Trump's next administration, if he gets into office, will spearhead Christian nationalism, which they want you to think is a bad thing, despite us being a, a Christian nation. So that's weird. That, that's odd, but they're very scared of that. But Trump is leaning into it in a very powerful way. And just listen to the response from the crowd in clip number 18 as Trump reinforces his dedication to the Christian heritage of this nation. The other day they wanted to take the name George Washington off of school. George Washington, when you lose George Washington, you've just about to hit the bottom. That means everything comes off the names of buildings. Even the name Trump is going to be off the buildings. There won't be a Trump up there, I can guarantee you that. If Washington can't make it and Lincoln can't make it, I'm going to have a big problem having my name on buildings. But no one will be touching the cross of Christ under the Trump administration. I swear to you that will never happen. And the roar never goes happened. up from the crowd. No one will ta- touch the cross of Christ when I'm in charge. You got my vote. Please go to InfoWarsStore.com and get amazing products like Next Level Foundational Energy. I don't have time to tell you about it. Just go research it. It is incredible. Just get it and you will be amazed. And then at least you know you're funding the operation. Get a copy of my book. That keeps me on air. Signed or unsigned. Fundraisers to sign copy. The Great Awakening. The plan to defeat the globalists and launch the next renaissance. Infowarsstore.com or 888-253-3139. In a galaxy of endless energy needs, the power of TurboForce rises above the rest. The force that propels you to tackle your day and face the dark side of fatigue. TurboForce ensures you stay sharp, alert, and at the top of your game. Don't let fatigue pull you into the dark side. Be the hero of your own saga. Harness the power, feel the rush, and take control with TurboForce. Visit InfoWarsStore.com today, and may the TurboForce be with you. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. Putting the power of conversation into the caller's hands. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is American Journal. We talk about crime a little bit now. How we got to where we are, what we can do to reverse it. But also the... the Uh, the, uh, the the reality of, of corruption 
you know, just what happens when the cancer of progressive politics gets into your system and how it, it has knock on effects throughout your whole body, right? This, it's, it's like a cancer that, that infiltrates your cells and, and warps and distorts them. And so it's not just the cancer itself, but suddenly your organs are failing. I mean, it's the corruption that we're dealing with now is so widespread, overwhelming, and obvious. It really boggles your mind. And we'll get to the, the real story in just a second about the number of Soros prosecutors who have been elected promising not to prosecute crimes, causing just massive waves of murder, assaults, theft, shoplifting. That would be like the immediate effect. Then the secondary consequence of this is that the person you've elected into office is by their nature a criminal and 25 no less than 25 Soros uh, prosecutors have been ousted or gone down in flames in corruption scandals because what did you expect? These people are scum. Now, the solution to this is obvious. It's simple as the sky is blue. You punish the criminals. You arrest the criminals. You put the criminals in jail. And in jail, they can't victimize innocent people anymore. This was a formula figured out hundreds of years ago that only in the last few years has been determined to be bad because it affects black people. So therefore it has to go away forever. And we completely reimagine the justice system into something other than the justice system. And we've all paid the price for it literally and figuratively. And the solution again is as obvious as it could possibly be and on display more than anywhere else in El Salvador under the administration of President Nayib Bukele. Now, he gave a speech at CPAC recently, and he called out George Soros for what he's done to America and how he has no right whatsoever to impose his will on America just because he has a bunch of money that he got, by the way, um, from crashing economies around the world for his own benefit. Just a font of evil, this guy. So let's hear President Naya Bukele at CPAC calling out George Soros. They don't have a democratic mandate. If they want a seat in the table, they should run for office. Let the people vote. It will not be a pretty sight for them if the elections are free and fair. I mean, who elected Soros to dictate public policy and laws? Why, why does he feel entitled to impose his agenda? Let me tell you something. Soros and his cronies hit a brick wall in El Salvador. Thank God, thank God, another glory be to him, Salvadorans are now immune to his influence. No one believes his lies anymore over there. Uh, a, a ray of hope 
like sunlight breaking through the clouds. There are people that still get it in this world. If you want to know who the good guys are, look at who everybody in the mainstream media and political class hates. How many hippies have you seen? Have we read on this show against Naya Bukele for his extremely effective crackdown on crime? They hate this guy. You know who else they hate? Well, everybody else that's kicked George Soros out, like Hungary and Russia. It's not a coincidence. And, of course, Naya Bukele gets the, the heart of the issue that these people their ideas are terrible. Nobody would ever vote for them, so they don't run for office. They pull the strings behind the scenes. They are the man behind the curtain. Of course, they're, it's public now. They have so much power that they can actually flaunt what they're doing when everything they do has the same almost inevitable horrific results for the people under them. How George Soros and his son are not in jail cells right now is really a testament to the power of their network. New York Post has this article. I started highlighting it. Then I ended up highlighting every line, so I just gave up highlighting after the first page. But the whole thing is uh, very informative. Okay, for this from the New York Post, published yesterday. The Soros backlash, how the nation has turned against soft-on-crime prosecutors. For $40 million, a rounding error for one of the wealthiest men in history, George Soros helped remake the nation's legal system. Now, that's not exactly right. See, George Soros gave billions of dollars to leftist organizations because when you talk about $40 million given directly to prosecutors to fund their uh, uh, campaigns, we have to remember is that that's backed up by additional millions of dollars in local NGOs or local branches of the Open Society Foundation where you have a network of leftist organizations all funded by George Soros, all working to get this person elected. So $40 million is just the tip of the iceberg when you're talking about the immense amount of money that George Soros has spent specifically and deliberately to dismantle the legal system in this country. So I just want to make that note. He supported prosecutors who vowed not to prosecute Soros and other related entities. (laughs) I like that, referring to Soros as an entity. That's accurate. They pushed district attorneys who aimed to reshape law and order into anarchy and disorder, and it worked. At his peak influence, 75 Soros-backed prosecutors held office. As a result, one in five Americans and half of those living in the nation's most populous cities were living in an area run by a Soros DA or one who shared his ideology. The damage they've done has been immeasurable. Shoplifting and drug use was decriminalized. Repeat offenders were set free with no bail. And murders, robbery, and rape increased in Baltimore, Chicago, San Francisco, New York, and more. But the worm has started to turn. He's an entity. I also like referring to him as a worm. This This is just a great article. Through a combination of corruption and voter backlash, a significant number of these district attorneys have been ousted. First on the docket is Marilyn Mosby. Mosby took office as the 25th state attorney of Baltimore in 2015 and was one of the first weak on crime prosecutors Soros backed. On her watch, only 53% of felony cases resulted in a conviction. And in her words, it's, quote, shameful to take pride in overwhelming conviction rates. This is, I mean, do we need to explain how backwards and upside down and inverted the whole world is? It's shameful to do well at your job. It's a shame to succeed in your mission. Okay. Between 2015 and 2019, murders skyrocketed nearly 50% after falling 8% from 2009 to 2014. From the 2015 to 2019 period, one in every 350 Baltimore City residents were murdered. Incredible. Incredible. 
and you know, crime, it reminds me of like, I remember my mom telling me when I was a little kid, how trust worked, how you build trust brick by brick. Everything you do that's trustworthy adds, adds just a little bit to this building of, of a wall of, of trust that you're building, but it only takes one push to knock it all over. You build it piece by piece, but then one untrustworthy thing just undoes all that work. You knock it all down and have to start over from scratch. That's kind of how fighting crime is. It's not incredibly easy. Even what's happened in El Salvador, while effective, has not been easy at all. It's been, a, at this point, five-year-long war they've had to wage. And that's, that's an extreme case. But fighting crime, you're, you're constantly building, you're constantly working, you're constantly trying to just lower that crime rate a couple percentage points year over year. It's falling 8% from 2009 to 2014, doing the hard work, getting, getting things done, getting criminals off the street, only for one prosecutor to come in and abolish all of the hard work that's done. And from 8% down, it goes 50% up in a single year. These despicable scumbags. Unless you've been living under a rock, you've heard how amazing turmeric is for inflammation, for your joints, your bones, your blood, your organs, your mind, everything. Well, we have Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula with 95% curcuminoid extract. No one that we know of has it even above 85%. This is the strongest formula on the market, and it's way lower price than some of the top brands out there that are 75%, 80% curcuminoid. Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula is amazing. You're missing out if you don't try it. It's discounted right now, 40% off InfoWarsTore.com, and it funds the InfoWar, a total 360 win. You owe it to yourself to try Bodies. I know you'll be amazed. Get yours right now at InfoWarsTore.com or call toll-free 888-253-3139. Bodies, 95% humanoid extract will absolutely blow you away. All you got to do is try it. Get yours now. Infowarsstore.com. I'm a humble person, and I want to say that I'm just a man, but I'm not just a man. Just like you, no matter what color you are, whether you're a man or a woman, you were made by the creator of the universe who had a plan for you, who has a destiny for you. That's why the system hates you and fears you, and that's why they hate me. It's because the spirit I carry is one of justice and truth and courage and honor and will and love. My friends, the enemy's coming after me, not because I'm a loser, but because I'm a winner. They're coming after you, not because you're a bad person, because you're a good person, because you love God and God loves you. And so I signed up for this. I signed up for this fight. And I'm not a victim. I'm an overcomer. But I can't fight this fight without you. That's why I want you to always remember that I appreciate you and I thank you because InfoWars is your fight. InfoWars is your baby. It's the thing you built. We did this together. So God bless you all. Let's keep fighting. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. inevitable failure and downfall of corrupt prosecutors brought to us by the infinite funds of George Soros. So Marilyn Mosby became a uh, prosecutor in uh, the state's attorney, actually, of Baltimore in 2015 and immediately reversed years of declining crime rates 
from 2009 to 2014, crime rates fell 8%. Murders specifically fell 8%. And then in the ensuing four years after Mosby got into office, they skyrocketed nearly 50%. Okay? It turns out it's a lot easier to destroy than to build. Did you guys know this? Are we aware of this? That doing the right thing is actually more difficult than just giving up and and letting evil take power? (laughs) Crazy. I know, it's crazy. One in every 350 Baltimore City residents were murdered. So I think, I think, I mean, it's, I mean, that's a lot. That's a hell of a lot. So can we say that Marilyn Mosby killed more people than COVID? Is that, do you think that's accurate? Do you think Marilyn Mosby not prosecuting murderers is responsible for more deaths in Baltimore than COVID-19? And if that's the case, maybe we need a lockdown. Maybe we need a a crime-fighting lockdown where everyone in Baltimore has to stay inside for a year so they stop killing each other. And we did it for COVID, and that didn't kill as many people. So, I mean, if, if we're treating this all equally, objectively, I think, uh, I think Baltimore needs to go into a lockdown until George Soros is gone. Mosby's, uh, and, but it wasn't, you know, it wasn't her causing the murder rate to skyrocket 50% that did her in. It wasn't the blatant failure to uphold the very basic obligations of her job. No, in fact, she went farther than that. Her legal troubles began when allegations that she withdrew money from a COVID program designed to help the less fortunate were brought forward. She was indicted by a federal grand jury on four counts of perjury and being convicted on one count of mortgage fraud. Oh, wow. You hired a criminal as your main law enforcement person and she sided with the criminals. What do you know? There's something, there's something going on here. She will be sentenced in her fraud case on May 23rd. <laughs> and then there's uh, this person from Loudoun County, Buta Bibaraj. Buta Bibaraj. <laughs> Buta Bibaraj. It's a fun name to say. Try it. Buta Bibaraj. She won the Loudoun County Commonwealth Attorney race and was sworn into office in January 2020. So ineffective was Bibaraj at doing her job that the Loudoun County Board of Supervisors gave her office a smaller budget than requested in 2021, effectively due to the lack of need. Of 735 cases brought to her office, she dismissed 491, bringing only 8% to trial. What Bibaraj is willing to prosecute is just as shocking as what she won't. She spent two years prosecuting Scott Smith, a Loudoun father outrageously charged with disorderly conduct after being arrested at a school board meeting while speaking out about his daughter being sexually assaulted by a transgender student. And we remember this, right? We we went over it a million times, but long story short, they were trying to pass a transgender bathroom rule through the school board. And while they were in discussions and as the vote was coming up, uh, they happened to have a transgender student rape another student in a, a bathroom, which would have put a little bit of a damper. It would have provided, you know, ammunition to the Republican right wingers to oppose this measure, which is how they phrase it. Because when you point out the obvious negative outcomes of their policies, really, you're just like you just hate transgender people and uh, are, are using whatever facts you can get to 
to try to gain power, you know, whatever projection they, they want to uh, throw on everybody. The fact is that they allowed a, a girl to be raped and covered it up and didn't report it to the police. And I think maybe didn't even tell it to the parents uh, because otherwise it would have interrupted their mission to put in place rules that would guarantee this would happen more. And by the way, because they didn't tell anybody, because they didn't punish the kid, the rapist, uh, they sent him to a different school where he did it again. So I'm not exaggerating. They literally allowed a girl to be raped so that they could pass their political agenda because that's who these people are. And then for two years, the father who was outraged that his daughter was allowed to be raped by a boy in school and then it was covered up and not reported to the police because of the political desires of the people in charge. I see he got mad and started shouting at a school board meeting. So then he was arrested and prosecuted for two years and had to be eventually pardoned by the governor. The evil that we're surrounded with is beyond description. Bibaraj was eventually defeated in November 2003 by Republican Bob Anderson. You know, it's like, it's like a lot of these municipalities or, or counties, it's like they're dipping their toe in being lawless nests, hives of anarchy and chaos. And then after a few years, they're like, ah, maybe let's not do that. Maybe let's not do that. It's like, you know, it's like maybe I'll just maybe I'll just try putting my hand in the boiling water. I mean, I know that for all of time, people know that boiling water is hot and it'll burn you. But what if we just try it? What if we just give it a shot? See what happens. Why? Why would you do it? It's always bad. It's it's inevitably bad. Nowhere where any Soros prosecutor has ever been appointed has there ever been a benefit to anybody except the criminals at all, ever. It's it's you're as likely to have a positive outcome sticking your hand in a pot of boiling water as you are hiring a Soros prosecutor. But maybe we'll give it a shot. Maybe we'll just try to. ah! It's insane. Kim Gardner was another one. Soros spent $190,000 back in Gardner in 2016, and she became the circuit attorney of St. Louis. He spent another $116,000 backing her reelection. In exchange for this investment, conviction rates fell from 85% when she was elected to only 54% by 2019. During her tenure, nearly 12,000 criminal cases were dismissed, and like Bibaraj, she had questionable priorities when it came to who to charge. Gardner made herself a household name in conservative circles when she tar- targeted the McCloskeys, a husband and wife who defended their home by branching firearms after a black lives matter mob threatened them among her non-crime related scandals was the revelation she enrolled in a nursing program while on the job ironically this distraction for gardner probably made lewis marginal uh, st louis margin marginally safer she ended up resigning in disgrace in two, in may 2023 after a maternity uh, missouri attorney general moved to have her forcibly removed okay so again it's it's not up for speculation these people are put into place on purpose because they prioritize their own political agenda above the obligations of the job that they're going for. Just like we explain over and over again, all of these people do. It is a sickness that they have. It's some sort of extremism that they embody where it doesn't matter if you put them as a judge or a DA or a programmer of AI, they interpret gaining this position not as a obligation to uphold responsibilities, but as a warrant to persecute their enemies and enact their subversive political revolution. 
every time, every time it's like this over and over again. These people are scum. They're destroying America on purpose. They're both not prosecuting actual criminals who violate the rights and safety and, and peace of innocent people. But they spend inordinate amounts of time going after people who don't commit crimes, like fathers who are mad their daughters got raped and people who defended their house against a mob of arsonists. Chesa Bowden is widely credited with legalizing shoplifting in San Francisco, which is why we, you can't have nice things anymore. Then you've got Monique Worrell. Soros is one of four backers who spent $2.2 million getting Monique Morel, uh, Worrell elected as state attorney for the Ninth Judicial Circuit Court of F- Florida. As a result of her election, charges were not filed against 40% of defendants arrested in the Ninth Circuit. She had eventually to be suspended by Ron DeSantis, who accused her of neglect of duty and incompetence. Andrew Warren was elected as state attorney for the 13th Circuit of of Florida in 2016 and reelected in 2020. Warren's priorities included prosecuting a church for violating COVID lockdowns, even as he signed a statement saying he would not enforce laws against abortion. Warren was suspended by DeSantis in 2022. That year, the Florida Supreme Court dismissed Warren's lawsuit challenging his dismissal. Kim Fox, we know. She became a household name after she dropped the initial charges against actor Jesse Smollett for falsifying a hate crime, but her unwillingness to crack down on gang violence in Chicago did more damage. Average annual murders jumped from 501 to 666, the Heritage Foundation uh, found. More than 230 attorneys quit her office between June 21 and October 22 alone, and she announced mid-2023 she would not be seeking re-election. And that's just the beginning more and more of these prosecutors either resign in disgrace or have to be ousted from their office because of their deliberate abjugation of their position. 29 years on air. All I've wanted to do was warn the people about the globalist. And I've done the best job I can to tell the truth and been accurate. And we are on record as the most accurate there are. And I've tried to sell products to fund ourselves. Unlike other communist revolutionaries that rob banks and kidnap people, we don't do that. We try to bring you products that really work. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm scared of this product. It's so powerful. This is the breakdown product after your cells process it of folic acid, methylfolate with high quality organic B complex. This stuff is rocket fuel. It's not a stimulant. It energizes your cells and then everything else you take just supercharges it. It's so insane. It's foundational energy. The strongest formula out there at InfoWarsStore.com. It doesn't just energize this operation against the tyrants. It energizes you. Get foundational energy now. Taking a record of the hearts and minds of the American people, it's the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Your phone calls this hour, but I want to go to a portion of a speech from Julie Kelly she gave at CPAC. She has been a singularly important and powerful voice for the victims of the J6 persecution. Here's Julie Kelly at CPAC. Uh, Thank you all for coming. So much. Great crowd. Um... So I'd like to start off with a question for all of you. This is what I was taught my speech communications degree from Eastern Illinois University. It's coming in handy. What world leader recently took the stage to address his countrymen to brag about the number of political dissidents that he and his regime have rounded up over the past few years? 
what world leader not only talked about the 1,200 plus countrymen that he rounded up, helped his regime, his authorities round up, arrest, charge, prosecute, but also that almost 1,000 of them had been convicted, meaning that they either were coerced into plea deals or they were convicted by a jury made up of residents of a city that shared that world leader's political views. Furthermore, who's the world leader that then stood on the stage and bragged about the number of years that those people had been sentenced to prison? 840 years, he said. Anyone know who that is? Correct. <laughs> Now, just imagine for a moment if that had been a world leader from any other country who had taken the stage and bragged and boasted about incarcerating people who protested against him more than three years ago. There would be international outrage like we've seen the past week or so, past few days. Um, there would be condemnations from the UN, from Amnesty International. Instead, when Joe Biden spoke those words on the three-year anniversary of January 6th at Valley Forge, no less, he was greeted with applause from those people in the audience, presumably the same people who are now posting their grief and heartbreak and outrage over the death of Alexei Navalny in Russia. Biden's numbers, however, as he said, 1,200 Americans had been arrested and charged, already are outdated, and I'll tell you why. The U.S. Attorney for the District of Columbia, Matthew Graves, who is a Biden appointee, is on pace this year to arrest a January 6th protester every day. So the total number now is up to 1,315 defendants, with Matthew Graves and the Department of Justice promising that that total caseload at the end of the day will exceed 2,000, representing an unprecedented criminal investigation and prosecution against American citizens who protested the 2020 election on January 6th. Now, what Joe Biden didn't mention, and this is important, is that his Department of Justice has a 100% conviction rate in the nation's capital in jury trials against January 6th defendants. We are now two years removed from the first trial, which was March of 2022. Two years later, not one jury in Washington, D.C. has fully acquitted a January 6th defendant after more than 100 trials. Now, some of those trials have a few more, have more than one defendant. Now, the jury has acquitted defendants on some charges. But no January 6th defendant has walked out of a Washington courtroom fully exonerated by D.C. jury. And you know why? Because it is a city populated by Democrats that voted 92 percent for Joe Biden. And by the way, not a single uh, defendant in the J6 case has been allowed to move their case because of that uh, corruption in D.C. They all are being charged in D.C. with a 100 percent conviction rate. So if you protest the United States government in a way they displeases them, they arrest you and convict you 100% of the time. 
You're tuned in to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Hey, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, second hour of American Journal. We'll take your calls this hour. I'll go ahead and open up the phone lines. We'll do a Twitter space in the third hour when I'm joined in studio by Chase Geyser. We still have some stories to cover here. We're going to cover the FBI whistleblower that's being charged now and some bizarre twists and turns and suspicious activity when it comes to his case. And we'll also talk about, again, the continuing fallout and, and outrage over Google's Gemini refusing to depict white people whatsoever. Which again, it's, it's crazy to see. It, it's crazy. Since this type of stuff has been happening for the last decade, on the open, very obvious this is the case. People online have been talking about it. Nobody's ever cared until now. And now people are being outraged by it. I'm not complaining. It's a, it's a wonderful thing. But it is interesting, and it opens up a, a big old can of worms. It's like these people can't help but go too far. It's really like they can't help it. And, it just, and it's like when they push too far on one thing, everything else they're doing kind of starts to unravel. So they refuse to show white people in this image generator, and people started talking about that, and that became a big national story. And now people are looking into all of the practices of not just Google, but Microsoft as well, and calling out their blatantly anti-white agenda. And they could have just let it depict white people. They could have just not censored white people, and their whole anti-white scheme wouldn't have started to unravel, but they can't help themselves. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It's like uh, reminds me of the war on uh, the war with on Gaza that Israel's carrying out, where it's like not only are people now speaking out against Israel in a way that is sort of unprecedented in the political sphere, but it's bothering out into a whole bunch of other issues with Israeli influence and APAC and the ADL and how they're all cooperating with each other. And it's like you could have just not done a genocide against the Gazans and things would have kept going as normal. But now there's a massive pushback against you, not just for the war, but for a whole host of other things that nobody talked about before the war. So it's like they can't help them. They just have to go too far. It's bizarre. It's a, it's a psychological illness in my estimation. But anyway, we'll take your calls on any topics you want to call in about. Open line Friday, one 789 2539 Give us a call at the American Journal, one 789 2539 Operators are standing by to take your calls. I look forward to hearing from you. Just a, just a quick note here. As, a, as another example, another manifestation of the cancer Another symptom of the disease that we're dealing with. Biden's dog commander bit Secret Service agents at least 24 times, report says. <laughs> I think that makes this dog like the most successful terrorist in the world. I mean, has any other individual or, or group even had such a, such a successful casualty rate against the American Secret Service? I mean, this dog is a beast. It's a, is it working for Putin? I wonder what other individual has been able to cause, cause injury to 24 different secret service agents 
I mean, it's incredible. It's wild. President Joe Biden's German Shepherd commander has been Secret Service personnel on at least 24 occasions. <laughs> it's like, just imagine, just imagine being a Secret Service agent in Joe Biden's White House. It's like half the time you're trying, you're having to pick up Hunter Biden's crack pipes he's leaving around, having to, to clear out the, the human trafficked whores he's stashing in closets. Uh, you're having to try to protect Biden from falling down the stairs. Anytime you say anything to Biden, he descends into a screaming rage that's hard to deal with. And you're also just being bitten by a dog the whole time. You're just like bitten by a dog and yelled at by your boss. I mean, it must be just miserable. I mean, these people and it's every couple of months, a story comes out where it's just like a Kamala Harris staffer that gets fired is just like, she's the worst. It's just a, an atmosphere of, of suspicion and hatred and, and backbiting and everybody's mean. It, it just these people just have an aura of, of hatred around them. It's one of the, it's one of the things about having horrible leadership. It, it goes through the ranks. It spreads through the ranks all the way down to the puppies, to the little dogs. I don't know if y'all have ever noticed this. I, there's a there's cheesesteak cheese place I like around here, but like everybody that works there is, is a jackass. And it's weird. It's very weird. First time I went there, I was like, huh, that woman must be having a bad day. She was very mean to me. <laughs> she was very rude to me. But whatever, she's having a bad day. You know, it's the type of thing where I'm just like trying to scan my card. She's like, it's not ready yet. I'm just like, all right, I'll wait then. Thank you. It's just like, man, that woman was having a bad day. And then you go back and it's a different person. They treat you exactly the same. And I go back a third time and it's the owner of the place and he's the biggest jackass of them all. And it's like, okay, so this is like a culture. This is like a corporate culture sort of thing. Like the leader, the person in charge sets the tone and everybody else sort of subconsciously conforms to it. So it literally happens. It happens at food trucks in Austin. It happens in the White House. It happens in major corporations around the world when your leader is a despicable jackass that doesn't value anybody, let alone the underlings that work underneath them, the spirit sort of pervades through the rest of um, the people working there. And when he's the president of the United States, sort of everybody in the country takes on this despicable mindset. Even the dogs, 24 incidents include, do not include previous incidents uh, involving commander that CNN had reported while a report published in July by a conservative watchdog judicial watch listed at least 10 more incidences, including one that forced an un, uh, uniformed officer to seek treatment at a nearby hospital. This man, this, this dog is, is he's out for blood. He's on a mission. He's Rambo. He's the ghost. He maybe you know, the ghost stories about the white house are true. And maybe this is Abraham Lincoln's disembodied soul getting revenge for the people that have destroyed a once great country. Maybe this is a just, just blood mad spirit infesting this dog and trying desperately to kill the people that are now occupying the white house. (laughs) Just insane. Also Joe Biden spends 40% of his time, not at the white house. So for 40% of the time, Poor Secret Service agents are just hanging out in an empty house, cowering in fear of the dog that's, a, that's oppressing them. <laughs> mm. 
The attacks on Secret Service personnel to change their workplace habits to avoid further injuries, according to the report, which included an email from an anonymous agent who said recent dog bites, you know, the recent ones, to differentiate the ones in the past. You know, there's so many. We're just talking about the recent dog bites here. Okay, so the recent dog bites have challenged us to adjust our operational tactics when commander is present. (laughs) So commander is... He's a commander. He's, he's, getting, he's making the Secret Service do things. Secret Service Communications Chief Anthony Guglielmi, Google, 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 Google told Forbes personnel, personnel have been, quote, navigating how best to operate in an environment that includes family pets for many presidential administrations. I love the military tone of that. Just like we are... We are maximizing our operational capabilities in dealing with the the pets. We are strategically looking at uh, uh, various tactics we can deploy on the battlefield of the living room when Commander is present. And of course, Biden took uh, Commander in as a puppy, meaning that him turning out to be a vicious, uncontrollable hellhound is uh, entirely a consequence of their behavior and teaching which hey not the first thing joe biden has raised that turned out to be a menace to everyone around them see hunter biden for examples okay so again not not the most important story maybe for the secret service agents this probably takes up a an important position in their day-to-day constantly worrying about where you know it's like it's like how my cat is with my children. My children love our cat, but our cat does not like being smacked on the head because my kids are too young to know how to pet appropriately or having her tail pulled. So she's just sort of a constant, constant awareness, constant alert state as to who's around and what's going to happen. So now you've got a bunch of Secret Service agents. She's like probably hearing hearing the jingle of, of a bell on commander's collar in their nightmares. 24, and that doesn't include the 10 that we know about already and the additional ones that CNN reported on. So I mean, what do we think? Commander's what is it, 50? He's like, he's like a 50, 50-0. Is that his record? What do you think the record of commander's fights are? Okay, so we're, let's talk about serious stuff now. It's just, but again, I mean, it's, you know, just one of those things, just one of those things, an embodiment of the spirit of, of the age, this out of control dog biting law enforcement with the presumable, you know, presumed approval of the people in charge. It's a microcosm for where we are today. The dog should be put down is what I'm saying. Meanwhile, Biden public officials are colluding with far-left activists to swing election. It's a good headline for National Pulse, but it's actually significantly worse than that. See, public employees in the Biden government are colluding with far-left nonprofit groups to boost turnout among key Democrat constituencies ahead of the 2024 presidential election. Emails obtained by the Heritage Foundation's Oversight Project reveal government officials with USAID, you know, the ones who funded the coronavirus pandemic, the ones who... Uh, started the ball rolling on the crisis that at this point it is a system it is a giant 
sucking vacuum, vacuuming up your money, the little bit that's left after their massive inflationary cycle has made everything you depend on to live more expensive. Whatever you have left, they siphon up and then distribute to their friends to further empower their political action so that they can get more people in office to steal more of your money, to send it to more of their friends, to get more people in office, to steal more of your money, to send to more of their friends. It's a cycle of exploitation that is continuous and self-perpetuating and self-sufficient in many ways. In other words, by giving money to these groups and then the groups supporting you politically, it's, it's all a self-contained democratic operation to completely and utterly disempower their opponents and dissidents in this country who don't like what's happening with the Biden regime. The Biden reelection campaign, now with the assistance of the U.S. federal government, has rushed to ramp up efforts to maximize their political base's turnout. So, again, I mean, combine this with the student loan program. Hundreds of billions of taxpayer dollars that are ostensibly given to the government to improve the lives of the citizens, to bring about law and order, to protect the border and defend our uh, national interests overseas. Instead, it's being stolen by the hundreds of billions and given away to the friends and fellow travelers of the ruling regime to solidify, consolidate, and expand their power nationwide in a continuous uh, cycle of exploitation and abuse that ends only when these people go to jail forever. And again, I see the, the phone calls uh, filled up here. And I do want to uh i guess we'll go to some of you and uh some of you now because i'm going to get into what's happening with this indictment of alexander smirnoff but it's going to take me a, a minute to do that so we'll go to phone calls here and uh, finish out this segment and then i'll get into this stuff on the other side but let's go out to phone calls now I see Daryl in North Carolina has called in about uh, Soros owning Vice Magazine, Vice Media Group. Uh, go ahead, Daryl. You're on the air. Yeah, it was funny. I was reading that uh, yesterday, I think it was. You were mentioning it this morning about Vice, how it was worth $6 billion at one time. The Soros fund scooped it up for, I think, $300, $350 million. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's a nice little score from them. Um, and then also, what I really wanted to talk about was Odyssey. The Soros Fund Management bought Odyssey, which is the number two owner of radio stations in the whole United States. Yep. So they're gearing up for a major push. Let's call it a propaganda push, which is what it is. And it really made me think about InfoWars and all of the uh, family-owned American Patriot radio stations that InfoWars is on and how important that is. You know, because Internet and Twitter spaces, X spaces, it's all great, but... We've been shown in the past that that can be taken away in an instant. But what they can't take away are these family-owned American radio stations that can continue putting out the signal that's so vitally important to us. And, and I just wanted to get that out there to you. Well, what a, what a great point, Daryl. Uh, absolutely. We, we talked about the George Soros buying the radio stations uh, last week um, when I was on the Alex Jones Show with Owen. But we didn't even, we didn't even think about that. I, I didn't even think about that. Uh, you're absolutely right. And, you know— Luckily, 
I don't think we're on any of the stations that Soros is owning. We wouldn't be for long if that was the case. But it is so important to support your local radio station if they air InfoWars, if they run, you know, sponsored ads, uh, you know, during the breaks, support those businesses. It really is a vital form of infrastructure. And it's important also to understand how, in reality, how many Americans rely on broadcast TV and and broadcast radio still. We spend a lot of time in the new media because we're on the forefront and we're, you know, that's a very important space where discussions are happening and a lot of news is is spread. But radio stations, television stations, you still, you can't uh, underestimate the power that they still have. And uh, Soros certainly recognizes it or else he wouldn't have bought up all the radio stations. And yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a unified ubiquitous push for propaganda taking place right now in 2024. And it's funny because, you know, obviously they're not under attack like we're under attack. They're not being sued with, in my opinion, frivolous lawsuits. They're not being targeted by the FBI for investigation, trying to find something to charge them with. They aren't having to suffer anything we're having to suffer under yet. They keep going down and we keep succeeding. So it's, it's like they're it's like these people really are parasites where they you know latch on to something like vice news they twist it and turn it and and destroy it from within by covering all sorts of stuff nobody cares about and and destroying any journalistic integrity they had they sort of like like uh captain jack sparrow riding that ship all the way until it's totally underwater and then they hop off to the next ship and drive that one into the water. So I don't know. These radio stations will probably be shut down in three years. And George Soros will probably, you know, do some marketplace manipulation where he ends up profiting by destroying these things. And he'll uh, use the, the profits to buy another up-and-coming media outlet and twist that into a leftist propaganda machine that Americans despise and destroy. So, yeah, more important now than ever to support your local radio stations and uh, support them however you can, you know, obviously buying, uh, pe- buying products that are advertised on there and even letting the people who you're buying the products know, hey, I heard this, I heard your ad on this radio station or even calling the radio stations just saying, you know, thank you for keeping InfoWars on the air. And there are, there are a lot out there that every single one of them has to take on a risk in uh, keeping us on air. So we, we really do appreciate it. And I appreciate the call, Daryl. Uh, let's go to Tara in Alabama. Tara, you're on the air about the cyber attacks that happened yesterday, not just cell phone uh, outages from AT&T across the country, but pharmacies also being attacked, apparently. You're on the air, Tara. Thanks for calling in. Hey, Harrison. Yeah, I wanted to touch base on that and get your opinion. I really, I really enjoy you. Um, yeah, so today our pharmacies was actually – hit as well, where people were unable to fill their prescriptions. It was mainly Walgreens. And back in December, you know, we had 11 different types of infrastructures get hit. It was water facilities, aquatic centers, breweries. And I feel like, you know, China's building up their forces in the South China Sea. Mm -hmm. And I'm just wondering if they're, like, systematically taking out, you know, seeing what they can do, because, you know, they're flooding us with people all of a sudden. And um, if you think they're going to shut us down and move in on Taiwan. Well, you know, it's uh, certainly a very distinct possibility. You know, Chinese crossings at the southern border are up 500% over, I believe, this time last year, maybe even just a couple months ago. So 
they're sending ten thousands, tens of thousands of people across our southern border to disappear within our country. They are uh, very capable of shutting down massive infrastructure. And I'm going to have to I'm going to have to pull a video on this uh, from a great he mainly is on TikTok, but he's on uh, Twitter now as well. And he's breaking down a book that explains some of the recent cyber activity that's taken place. And his argument is basically we already are in a third world war. It's just taking place in the cyber sphere. And that is how war is going to happen in the future. It's, it's way more cost effective to shut a dam down and, and flood a city than try to send bombers into America to bomb it. It's, it's a brave new world of electronic warfare. And I think we have a lot of enemies out there with their with their finger on the button that they could press at any time because they have access internally to our machines. Unless you've been living under a rock, you've heard how amazing turmeric is for inflammation, for your joints, your bones, your blood, your organs, your mind, everything. Well, we have Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula with 95% curcuminoid extract. No one that we know of has it even above 85%. This is the strongest formula on the market, and it's way lower price than some of the top brands out there that are 75%, 80% humanoid. Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula is amazing. You're missing out if you don't try it. It's discounted right now, 40% off InfoWarsTore.com, and it funds the InfoWar, a total 360 win. You owe it to yourself to try Bodies. I know you'll be amazed. Get yours right now at InfoWarsTore.com or call toll-free 888-253-3139. Bodies, 95% humanoid extract will absolutely blow you away. All you got to do is try it. Get yours now. Infowarsstore.com. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. Putting the power of conversation into the caller's hands. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Taking your phone calls this hour. Chase Geyser will be in studio with me. We'll do a Spaces in the next hour. We're going to start off the next hour with a video by Ian Carroll where he breaks down the cyber world war that's been going on for at least a decade. Really a great video, but I want to uh, I want to play a big chunk of it so we'll do that in the beginning of the next hour while we go to phone calls here in the meantime and uh, we'll get to what's happening with Smirnov here in just a second but before we do that let's go out to uh, Mr. Process in Wisconsin wants to talk about the the moon landing the, the first successful landing of a spacecraft on the moon by America in 51 years uh, go ahead Mr. Process you're on the air Hi, Harrison. Uh, this is Mr. Process. And before we get started with the NASA stuff, since you started with Soros, um, I wanted to hear your opinion and thoughts of um, explanation on, like, what America would be like without, like, a champagne socialist class, communist Jewish cabal, and, uh, you know, unlimited illegal immigration and import of people who don't like us. Could you just describe it for me for a sec? <laughs> the 1950s i mean that's it you know the 1950s but but 1950s sci-fi like if you go back to the 1950s even even the early 60s 
but you know, sci-fi didn't really come around till the fifties. If you read what they thought the future would be like, that's probably be where we are now, like nuclear batteries, you know, powering our cars and like flying cars oh, yeah. and, and, you know, colonies on the moon and terraforming Mars. It would be, it would be incredible. I mean, if you just imagine the trillions of dollars that we spend dealing with the problems that bad actors create, if you just, and, and you know, the real issue is that there's no extreme revolution we need to get there. It's literally just doing normal things that normal countries do and have done for all of time, like protect their border and punish criminals. It's so simple to do all of this. And we're just not allowed to. We're just not permitted to. Our cities would probably look like Dubai or, you know, the the futuristic cities in China. Clean, functional, happy, prosperous. It would be a, it'd be a beautiful thing, Mr. Process. And it's, it's a good point you bring up because obviously we're not in that world. And we spend so much time just bemoaning the sorry state of literally everything in this country. Uh, that we don't spend enough time talking about what it would be like if all of this was just not weighing us down. It's like saying, imagine how fast you could swim if you didn't have an anvil time tied around your neck. It's we we can't swim with the anvil tied. We can't succeed. We can't prosper. We can't expand. We can't empower our scientists and and entrepreneurs to create new and exciting technology because. There's a constant drive just interfering continuously in, at every step of the way. So God only knows how many young men who would have changed the world if they'd been given a chance were, uh, you know, not accepted into the college of their choice because they had to fulfill diversity quotas. Who knows what the entertainment would be like if Hollywood wasn't infested with the most despicable people the world has ever seen. That's another sort of crazy thing about the modern world is not only life much bleaker than it was just 10 years ago, let alone 20 or 30 years ago in terms of just like you want to go downtown, but it's filled with homeless people zonked out on drugs. God only knows what they're going to do. They're like just yelling at their own shadow. I mean, you know, not only is is the world, the real world, just dismal and depressing and getting continuously worse and less safe. We can't even escape to entertainment because everything on TV sucks horribly. And it's not just me saying that. There was an article recently that was like the vast majority of streaming shows are 30 years older or more or 20 years older or more. It's like this, this shows that people stream constantly. I mean, the new shows, Willow, the Lord of the Rings show, like all of these like leftist trash shows, nobody watches them. They suck. They're terrible. They are at odds with the human experience and, and basic goodness and, and humanity itself. Oh, they're, they're at total odds. And so people are streaming Gilmore Girls and, you know. The Office and Parks and Rec, like these shows are, these shows are twenty years old at this point. Yet that's what people are are streaming because modern TV sucks. So it's just a weird situation to be in, where not only does the real world suck because of the politics, but we don't even have good entertainment to distract us from the suckiness of the real world. It's um, it's all miserable. So yeah, I think I think if you go back to the nineteen fifties and you add super awesome crazy technology 
you would have a pretty good view of what we would look like look like without the continuous con- communist infiltration and subversion that we've experienced over the last 50 years. Mr. Process, what do you think about that? I, I pretty much agree with you, and also monetarily, you know, it's a more capitalist country, then we'd be making more money, so it would even be beneficial for, like, the elite class, the rich class, the military-industrial complex, big mm-hmm. farmer, the quality of the military would be better, the quality of the medicine would be better, the quality of the infrastructure would blow Russia out of the water. You know, yeah, but may, we're just you know, maybe, burning everything down. Maybe. And you're not even allowed to talk about it, because if you talk about it, you're mean, you're racist, you're a bigot, uh, where in reality you're just getting cucked by your own government, you know, you're let, you're knowingly getting cut, mm-hmm. you know, and, you're and letting by, the government and by the, and by the corporations, uh, and by the corporations as well. Right. I mean, what would the world, what would America look like if instead of offshoring all of our manufacturing to China, the, the people who run the international corporations just paid American workers better and kept all the manufacturing here, everything would be better, Mr. Process. But what's your, what's your comment on the moon? I want to hear your, your theory on the moon here. Yeah, I'm sorry, you brought up the Soros stuff, and that always irks me, because it's like, how is this guy allowed to go around? You know, meanwhile, Jones gets in trouble for shallow and minor things, you know, and he's getting crucified. But anyway, with NASA, yeah, I thought it was crazy that we landed on the moon. Uh, kind of puts all the moon deniers to rest, and I think there's a lot of stuff going on in space that, you know, is kind of relevant of what's going on, because it's like, kind of makes me think, like, how Nikola Tesla even talked about it, there's like some sort of, like, foreign influence alien influence influencing these crazy people to do like a death cult deal or whatever yep. so like the moon landing is uh weird because the moon is turning kind of red rusty i don't know if you saw that recently which is part of revelations when that amateur um photographer took the highest resolution pictures of the moon even better than nasa but the weird nasa scoop i, I don't i don't you guys haven't mentioned it which i thought was hella weird was on mars where we sent, uh, I don't know if you remember, I called in about the rovers we sent over there a couple years ago. And the rover we sent over there, which coincidentally is a segue as we're talking about nuclear batteries, does have a nuclear battery. We're not allowed that technology, but it has a nuclear battery. Um, I think the battery is called like MMRTG, multi-mission radiostope thermoelectric generator. We only have about a minute left in in the segment. So what's up with the Mars rover? With the Mars rover, we sent a helicopter there, even though there was no atmosphere before. But now there's an atmosphere. We sent the helicopter, and something, as it was landing, knocked it out of the sky. It's damaged. There's pictures of it. And I'm like, what the heck? How how can a helicopter that's perfectly designed by NASA get damaged? What hit it? What took it down? Uh, The big mystery. Conspiracy theory. Yeah, there's pictures of it. The helicopter was struck by something as it was landing, and damaged its super-advanced carbon fiber rotors, which are designed to spin at, like, super-fast speed. They're mega-durable, and there's a giant chunk taken out of it. So it's like there was no storms, obviously, because they wouldn't fly in the first place. And, uh, Uh, you know, making me think what happened. And then, you know, it flew 11 miles before, but it was damaged. And then you think about all the stuff with Phobos and the obelisk, you know, Russia going there, and their two probes they sent to Phobos got disabled. Tesla himself said he got a message from Mars, the number three, which is a Serbian little deal. But uh, I thought it was a pretty cool story, rabbit hole right there. Yeah, I, I completely missed this story. It's been sort of invincible until this moment. Mars helicopter in- ingenuity pilot says bland terrain may have doomed NASA chopper.
So it was, it was the, the terrain was too bland. In the early 1900s, certain companies were off-gassing highly toxic fluoride gases into the atmosphere. The surrounding communities began to get sick. Laws were enacted to compel these corporations to install scrubbers to convert these gases into fluorosilicic acid, still highly toxic, but containable. Now these companies had a stockpile of this poison, and there was no affordable way to dispose of it. Lucky for them, one of their major stockholders was also the Secretary of the Treasury, who was responsible for the public health service at the time. And by 1950, the U.S. government began buying this toxic, untreated industrial waste product and dumping it into our drinking water. Reputable studies show that it's causing various cancers and other disease. With the Alexa Pure Pro, you can have clean drinking water and a remedy to this madness. Available now at InfoWarsStore.com. InfoWars is listener supported, and we appreciate your donations. But buy a product and support your health too. The curcuminoids in turmeric is one of nature's most powerful and beneficial medicines. Raw turmeric root contains about 5% of this incredible medicine. But our bodies has been formulated to contain over 95%. This makes bodies one of the most powerful natural antioxidants in the world. Combined with other natural herbs, Bodies will help improve mobility, flexibility, and immunity. Get some today, now 40% off. Support your health and support the InfoWar at InfoWarStore.com. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. I say it all the time, but this is why we take calls, man. As much as we try to pay attention to everything on every front, whether it's mainstream political scandals and how they're covered or way out there occult, mystery, religion, manipulation going on, it's all in the purview of InfoWars, and uh, we can't see everything all the time. So thank you to our caller, Mr. Process, who... Brought this to our attention because, well, I'm a little bit suspicious by this. Stories at space.com about the Ingenuity Mars helicopter. It's been sort of invincible until this moment. Mars helicopter Ingenuity pilot says bland terrain may have doomed NASA chopper. Now, I'm no helicopter scientist. I'm no helicopter scientist. But how does that make any sense? It was apparently done in by a particularly boring patch of Mars ground. Ingenuity suffered damage to at least one of its four rotor blades during a January 18th flight, grounding the pioneering chopper forever, NASA officials announced today. While they're still analyzing what happened on that fateful sortie, they've pieced together a likely scenario, and it centers on the sand, sandy, nearly rock-free Mars expanse that Ingenuity was exploring. See, Ingenuity uses large rocks and other features to get its bearing for its 72 flights on Mars. During its most recent four sorties, however, it found itself in a sandy patch that offered little in the way of navigational clues, mission team members said during a press briefing this afternoon. 
I mean, again, maybe there's something different about Mars, but is this the type of thing that would even make sense on Earth? Like a helicopter pilot crashes his helicopter, and you're like, how did that happen? He's like, the ground was too flat, you guys. No, you don't understand. There wasn't enough obstacles on the ground for me, so my helicopter fell out of the air. What? This, this doesn't make any <laughs> this doesn't make any sense. Yeah, the the ground was too flat for the helicopter. What am I what, what am I supposed to tell you? You expect a helicopter to be able to fly over flat ground? This is <laughs> I mean, it's not possible. <laughs> I, again, I I haven't heard of this, but just a, a brief reading through a critical lens tells me we're missing something here. It's one of the hardest terrains we've ever had to navigate over, said the project manager. It's very featureless. <laughs> yeah, there's like nothing on the ground. How are we supposed to fly over that? <laughs> it's too hard. It's difficult terrain. There's nothing here. It's like trying to fly over a basketball court. It's impossible. I, I don't understand. Maybe I'm missing something. Ingenuity had trouble with the area before. It made an emergency landing on January 6th, cutting Flight 71 short, apparently because it couldn't properly ground itself in its surroundings. The same thing happened on Flight 72, but this time Ingenuity apparently came in at an angle and struck the red dirt with at least one of its rot- uh, rotors because the land was too because there weren't enough rocks on the ground. You know, when you're over when you're over a rocky area strewn with boulders, it's nice and flat, even. You land easily, no problem. But when the ground is flat, you just come in sideways. You don't know which way's up. You're coming in at an angle to try to land. I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. And they do have a picture of the uh, rotor actually damaged. There's a chunk taken off of one of the rotor blades. And, uh, yeah, I don't get it. I don't get how that can happen because the land is too flat. (laughs) it may be tough to nail down exactly what happened because ingenuity suffered a communications blackout around the time of the landing yeah well communications don't really work when the ground is flat so i mean it was really a it was really a combination of all of these forces the ground was too flat for our communications to work or for our helicopter to maintain a horizontal out attitude uh once the ground becomes flat the helicopter goes sideways. The communications knock out. It's all very ex- uh, explainable. Okay, if you say so. <laughs> Tell you what, if there's any um, interplanetary helicopter pilots out there that want to call in and, and tell me what I'm missing, you go ahead and give us a call. Because as I'm reading this, they could have come up with a better excuse. <laughs> <laughs> the opposite would have made sense if they'd gone the opposite direction i would buy it they're like well this place is strewn with boulders very hard to navigate in a place strewn with boulders yeah that makes perfect sense to me that connects a to b but because there weren't enough all right we'll move on but i just i don't know i don't know about that space fake and gay Evidence piles up. Moving on, we'll go to Bart in Florida. You want to talk about illegal immigration? Go ahead, uh, Bart. You're on the air. 
Yes, sir. Yeah, the other day, last couple of days, I've been here in Jupiter, Florida. I went in to visit somebody in the hospital, and to get in, you have to show ID, and then they give you a pass. Well, then, I, and by the way, I was wearing my T-shirt that said Alex Jones did nothing wrong, and I got a ton of people saying, "Nice shirt, nice shirt, I like it." Da, da, da. I was in the elevator. And there was there's a doctor in there, and he he said, "You know, um, I see your pass," and he said, "If you were an illegal alien, you wouldn't have to show ID, and you wouldn't have to pay your bill." So. This is a sanctuary, miniature sanctuary city here in Jupiter, Florida. They don't have to show ID to get in the hospital. And they don't have to pay a bill, but you do. I'm over here. How sick. Yeah, that is that is wild. By the way, many such cases with the Alex Jones shirt, it's, uh, it's a signal to everybody around you that, hey, if you know something about something, you can we can talk about it. You don't have to stay silent. Pretend you don't see the collapse of the country around you. You, you don't have to pretend to like things that are – explicitly designed to destroy you and your entire heritage. So it's a, it's a, it's a wonderful way to meet good people and you get way more approval than uh, anything else. There's the Alex Jones was right shirt available at infowarsstore.com. Please do support us. We really appreciate it. But yeah, it's happening all around the country, Bart. The, the hospital in Denver has applied for emergency federal relief because they're going bankrupt because the number of illegal immigrants that stroll in, get treatment and stroll out without ever having to pay a bill sort of, I mean, this is the case. I mean, this is just the way the world is now. Okay. Doing the right thing is, is a fool's move. It's stupid. You'll be punished. If you have insurance, if you go in, I mean, so I spent four days in, in the hospital with, with our daughter when she was a newborn, tens of thousands of dollars. It cost me and I have good insurance. But hospitals are incredibly expensive. If I was an illegal immigrant, if only I'd broken the law, I would have been off scot-free. Isn't that something? So whether it's student loans, again, how stupid would you feel if you just paid off your student loan only to realize that Biden would have paid it for you if you'd just been less responsible? How stupid do you feel that, you know, you spent so much time and effort getting a college degree and, uh, you know, trying to, to better yourself and, and get a good job only to realize that those with college degrees and, and expectations and uh, skills they want to offer on the job market have significantly worse and, and more oppressive lives than people who provide nothing for anybody and have everything in their life paid for by the productive people. That's the modern world. It's designed on purpose to punish you for being responsible it's happening everywhere let's go to matthew in new york uh matthew you have a, a call you're calling in about commander the the hellhound the the bane of the secret service go ahead matthew yeah well i got some uh, inside information about commander and um he's in distress i don't know if you ever seen lassie when he's uh, trying to convey his message to timmy and uh <laughs> If you study the body language of the dog, which I do, I'm an animal behaviorist slash animal communicator. I talk to animals. Okay. And um, so he, he's, he's trying, he's really mad at the Secret Service because the Secret Service are actually facilitating this, uh, the big guy's uh, disgusting needs. They're, they're going out and getting peanut butter nonstop during the day. Oh, and Lord. supposedly, Commander, yeah, he's, yeah, that's what he's doing. He's in, the, he's in that, that oval, oval office all day, covered in peanut butter, head to toe. Oh, dogs, no. Going, going all. All, all, all over him. So that's what's going on. A Labrador <laughs> down the block told me, Joey. Yeah, he told, he told me everything. He 
said that he was in a doggy daycare with a with Commander. He spilled the beans to him. So that's what's going on. And I got a way we can we can get to the bottom of this. They got these do- these doggy talking buttons. All right, we can set up those buttons and we can find out exactly where he's licking them. It's like yeah, it's it's like Lassie is trying to warn about Timmy in the well. Nobody's listening. She's going to start biting at a certain point. At a certain point, you know, when they're not paying attention, uh, the biting is the only thing you can do. Well, I completely believe you, Matthew. And uh, perhaps we need, I mean, hashtag save commander. Hashtag free commander. Commander is, is desperately trying to either escape or be put down. Just whatever it takes to escape the Joe Biden White House. We have to save Commander, folks. We have to free him from the clutches of the Bidens. In 60 seconds, I don't have time to tell you about all the incredible ingredients in TurboForce. But if you simply go to InfoWarsStore.com and look at the list of ingredients and look them up, every one of them is known to give you boosted, clean, focused energy without the letdown. We're talking up to 10 hours of clean energy Per serving with TurboForce, exclusively available at InfoWarsStore.com. And it's discounted right now. And it doesn't just boost your body's clarity and focus and stamina. It also funds the InfoWar. So it's a 360 win. If you've never tried TurboForce, now is the time. It's got five-star reviews. TurboForce at InfoWarsStore.com will take your energy and your clarity to the next level without the letdown. And it funds the InfoWar. A true 360 win. So go get TurboForce today at InfoWarsStore.com and I know you will not be disappointed because thousands of others have gotten it and it has five-star reviews. Get TurboForce now.